0: It had to happen. Just a few months after its 20th anniversary, Apple is finally discontinuing the iPod. It will stop manufacturing new iPod Touches and is selling out the last of its stock now. Let's look back at this iconic device. I'm Dr. Chang and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss this is CNET Audio Editor, Ty Vendelberry. So, for our iPod anniversary package, which ran back in October, you actually wrote about how the product had continued to survive for so long, which given our conversation today is a little ironic, but you know, just going back to that story, what was the secret to its longevity? Because 20 years is a long, long time for any consumer product.
1: It's funny, I keep thinking about the Epcot Center, uh, which is basically, uh, it was uh, Disney's dream to have the Epcot Center and they built it, what, 20 years after his death. And it makes me think that they kept out, he kept the iPod going to honor Steve Jobs' legacy, in a way, Um, because it's no, you know, it's got to be no uh, coincidence that it lasted twenty years and a couple of months. They could have discontinued it a year ago, you know what I mean? So I think that it's it's kind of you know this was the uh, iconic gadget. This is what made Apple the company, the the powerhouse that it is today. So they kept it going for twenty years, and it's like, okay, we're going to get rid of it, but we'll let it get its twentieth anniversary, and then disappear.
0: Well, uh, that was the question I think you were trying to answer with your story. It was like, are, are, are people still buying this thing? I
1: don't know anyone. I put out a call on Twitter when I was writing this piece and, and you were helping, you know, you interviewed Tony Fidel about it, the, the original inventor. And I put out a call to say, you know, has anyone bought one recently? And it was crickets, like it was negative crickets. Um, no one's buying these things. And so I think I don't know. They weren't producing them. Pre- presumably, they were just sitting on their, their, uh, in their warehouses. They hadn't been produced since two thousand nineteen. So I don't know whether they just had a back stock and now they're just. See, I missed the actual. I was away uh, when they announced um, that it was going, and so I didn't see any lead up to it. But um, you know, it's it's kind of not surprising, but still a little bit shocking if you know what I mean. Um, Just because it is such, it's like if Sony said, we're going to get rid of the Walkman, even though people aren't buying Walkman anymore, um, they've still got obviously the digital players. It's kind of like, you know, if you remove, or a Sony TV or something like that, if you remove the the most quintessential product from their lineup, what are you really left with?
0: No, that's a great point. I mean, for, I mean, it's for, I think for our younger audience that, that seems like probably unfathomable because like for, I think for Apple, the iPhone is right now the quintessential Apple product. But prior to that, prior to that, when Apple was at death's door, like literally the iPod was it. That's that was to your point, right? That's what kind of saved Apple, right?
1: Exactly. So, I mean, they built up this huge uh, company from essentially an MP3 store or, you know, AAC uh, and also, uh, just selling these devices and they sold like hotcakes and you know they kept coming out with new devices every year they kept changing the you know or or not just changing the way you interacted with it but improving it like that weird the click wheel um you know having to circle around with your finger was such a very strange way to operate a device and and You know what I mean, like and so it was good for like tracking and and sort of like fast forwarding, yeah, but to go through a whole library having to swirl your finger in a circle very strange so they they've improved that over the years, but I mean, before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about the other ones, like that weird shuffle that doesn't make any sense to me
0: <laughs> the, well I, I yes, I had the uh I had the original shuffle it, it I think it evolved into like a like a, a stick of gum type design, but I bought the original one which was more like a clip on. I mean, it literally just had like the four buttons, like the play, stop, mute, uh, play, back, stop and uh, pause. And I probably lost that like two weeks, ago, it, two weeks later because it was such a small device and that was the selling point, but it was so small, it just like immediately lost it.
1: Well, you could say that they were capitalizing on their shuffle feature, which is you know, brought in other musical services that use the same thing, you know, Pandora, um, you know, the free versions of Spotify, they all use the same mechanic in that you have a song and it finds other songs that are like it. Um, And so that shuffle basically invented streaming as we know it right now. Uh, And so it, it, it put the seeds into so many things we use on a daily basis um, but the shuffle itself wasn't a good device. It was it was tiny. You had to load music onto it. Uh, there was so no there was no was screen. So you had exactly yeah. You
0: had no way to know what you were getting. So yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't have one of those. I kind of laughed at it when it came out. I'm kind of glad you lost yours. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious. Like what? Which iPod or iPods did you own?
1: I had a couple of touches. I had my wife had an iPod Mini. Uh, I don't know if I had a classic or just borrowed one, um, but I, funnily enough, I also had and enjoyed the Sony Walkman. Was it the HWN5? I'll have to look at the model number, but um, it was basically a five gigabyte, gigabyte uh, uh, competitor to the iPod, and I much preferred that. The sound quality was better, um, so I had, you know, I've been writing about music and, and technology for 20 years or something. So I, I've had all these devices back in the day, but um, yeah, I never really, I never really got the, the iPod thing. Like, I was an, a PC user, so I found iTunes as a particularly laborious way to update your iPod. Um, I had a program called Media Monkey which is still going, uh, which I would use to update my iPod. It was much better uh, for people who use PC. Uh, Apple would keep breaking the code, so uh, Media Monkey would have to keep putting out a patch to enable you to access your iPod uh, every time. Um, I know people love the iTunes software. Uh, you know, obviously Mac users and some people who are who are nostalgic about the iPod, but it wasn't it wasn't a nice program to use.
0: Well, I mean, you you bring up a good point because I think back then, especially when the iPod really took off, most people were PC users, right? Like folks weren't buying Macs back then. That that was the whole deal. Like the the iPod brought back the cool and the cachet for Apple, which they were able to kind of like spin off into. Mac sales and then eventually iPhone but like a lot of folks were dealing with that kind of complicated mess of having to deal with iTunes on your PC transferring it to your your iPod. Uh, I will say though I will disagree with you on the, on the click wheel. I remember <laughs> I didn't own, so I owned an iPod Nano but the first, my first experience with an iPod was a classic that I borrowed, like the original one that I borrowed from a friend for a weekend to just go off and it was you know, it had a hard drive in it. You know, you could hear it whirring around. It was pretty heavy, but back then it was pretty revelatory that like it had that many songs. I think I read, I listened to the of all things the Vinci Code uh, on this thing. Uh, but the the scroll wheel, considering the other MP3 players that were out there at the time, like I had one that had like a like a jog stick and there were some buttons, some with buttons. Scroll wheel, while not perfect, I thought was at least something different. Um, and so I did I did kind of appreciate that. And of course, the fact that it was white, it was all white, was very different from all the other products out there. There's there's a lot that in terms of the, the, uh, inspiration with future Apple products that like kind of came from the iPod.
1: Yeah. And of course, once the touch came along, it kind of revolutionized that you, you still had the scroll wheel on some of those products, but you didn't really need it anymore because you could just touch the song you wanted. And I mean, that, that really revolutionized that gadget, but it also meant that they kind of flogged all those bits for the iPhone. And then, you know, that that was the end of the iPod once the iPhone came in because, you know, you could do the same things and more. Um, obviously, you needed a contract and, you know, it was more for adults because kids weren't, or most kids weren't toting around iPhones at the time. But, um, yeah, I think and that that's kind of what the iPod Touch became, is because it became the kids' phone. Um, and has been that way for 10 years, you know, the, the babysitter. But I think people now just give their old phones to their kids or get them an iPad yep. or something. They don't, they don't go out and buy an iPod Touch. Right. Um, for what is it, $400 or whatever it was at the last last time it was sold. So people aren't doing that. Was it
0: that much? I th- I, I thought it was, I thought it had gone down to like 200 yeah, at some point. Yeah, I, I can look it up I? on the
1: internet. I, don't, I can tell you what that is now. But I mean, it's it's just yeah, give, them it starts old, at yeah, give them an old phone that's free
0: yeah i i I was very curious to see if you know the announcement like this thing was going to get discontinued if that would cause like a run on these things if people would rush out to buy one of the last ipod touches
1: probably not yeah i think once the classic was discontinued a lot more people were upset about that you know because that was you know talking about quintessential that was the ipod if you tried to conjure it in your mind that was the device, not the iPod Touch, which is basically a bastardized phone. Um, as as good as it is, you know, with the camera and it's it's nice. It's got the the colored back and stuff, but it is it is a cut down iPhone really. Uh, whereas the the classic was its own device.
0: No, that's that's a fair point. Um, when you think about the iPod, you definitely think about the smaller screen, the the wheel, and all that, and so. Yes, I, I I totally get that, um, but it's just kind of interesting that they they sort of dropped this announcement earlier in the week that hey we're we're discontinuing this thing. Um, Ian Scher, our colleague, was one of the first to actually report on that. So, uh, well, thank you, Ty, for for reminiscing about the iPod with me. You can check out his story, exploring the legacy of the iPod on Sina.com.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm sadder right now that you're talking about it than I was, you know, five minutes ago. <laughs> I'm feeling nostalgic. Got it. <laughs>
0: well, if you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger w. Chang. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the... Oh, damn it. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.